You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today we are on episode 204, and today's topic is, is it possible to do your own mold testing? Once again, this is another question that I get quite often. It's understandable. I get it. You can't always afford a professional. Sometimes, you know, maybe you just don't trust people. Maybe you've had some bad experiences with your local uh, mold testers. And also, maybe you have done a Google search and you find a mold testing company that's nationwide. And for the most part, you probably figure out that they're not really nationwide. They just subcontract the testing company. So anyhow, it's it's not something out of the norm for my clients to say, hey, Steve, you know, is it just possible for us to do the testing? And of course, anything's possible. I answer it the way I do most things uh, in the construction world. And when I get asked, is it possible to tear out this wall and build this or to add on or to whatever, my answer is always the same. Anything is possible. It's just the price tag you might not like. It's something I wanted to talk about. It's obviously nothing I endorse. It's nothing that I prefer for you listeners to do. But on the other hand, you know, there's only so much we can do uh, nationwide, worldwide. I actually have clients across the world when we do consultations and things like that in VPA. So I get it that, you know, maybe you trust uh, certain companies and they're just not there locally. And so when we do a VPA, You know, a lot of times there are things that I recommend to my clients. I always recommend a professional. Those of you that have listened to enough of my podcasts probably already know that I don't typically recommend a specific company. There's different organizations like NAMRI, NORMI. Uh, There's there's different associations 
that are out there that require certifications and standards. And for me specifically, I'm a member for NAMRI. And anyhow, you know, that's where I always start with my clients. Just look up one of those associations and see most of them will have a directory and see if there's anyone there locally. But once again, I don't recommend. And the reason I don't is because I have no way of knowing you know, I've actually had in the past, I've had clients that I recommend somebody to, and it's the same company. One client's satisfied, they loved the, the company, and then the other one's like, yeah, I would never use them again. So it's hard for me, you know, to know what kind of service you're going to get unless it's coming from myself or my company. So that's why I don't recommend or give referrals. And like I said, it's nothing, it's not that I don't think anybody's capable of it. There's many of us that do what I do. I'm not the only one. Uh, there's plenty of us out there and there's plenty of work to go around. So that's why I don't recommend it. But anyhow, to get back to our subject, I don't recommend you doing it. Um, it's not because I don't believe you're capable of it. I could walk you through every step and I could be on the phone telling you what to do. And at the end of the day, it's still better to have a professional there. And it's because, you know, we do this all the time. We, when we're doing testing, or I'll speak for myself and my guys, when we do testing, we're looking, you know, while our machines are running, we're looking for a visible mold that we can find. Also, on top of that, we do inspections. Those I always require, as you very well know, with testing for our company, we always require an inspection. But my point is this, when you do it all yourself, let's just say you have a scenario where you're a renter and you can't afford to hire a professional. It's just too expensive. You know, once you do the inspection and the testing, plus your lab fees, it's a lot of money that's involved. And so you decide to do it on your own. And so you go get whatever kit you can find online or at your hardware store and you send it off, you get the results back. What happens when you get the results back? Do you understand what the results mean? Which, you know, I'm not not questioning anybody's intellect, but this is things we do every day. You can Google search it and you'll probably see five different things or explanations as to what question you have. And so my point is, is having a professional doing it is a better route to go. And if you're this person that's renting and you decide to get lawyers involved or to use the legal system at all, your credibility will and obviously could be questioned because you're not a certified mold tester. So that's obviously why I always recommend having a professional do it. But you're listening and you're like, well, so can, can I really do it though, Steve? Like, come on, it's not that hard, is it? No, it's really not. A lot of it is obviously the experience and the key thing is, is the equipment. And so the question would be, you know, how does somebody do testing on their own? And the first thing you would have to do is you would have to purchase the testing equipment. For air testing, we use low volume air samplers. Those are machines that have to be calibrated. Those are things that for the most part, depending on what you purchase, you're probably a thousand dollars into equipment. Now, could you get it for cheaper? Find stuff off of eBay? Of course, absolutely. I'm not saying it's going to for sure be a thousand dollars, but I know, you know, for the equipment we use, I have, um, I have several different types of air samplers, but my preferred one that I use is it's almost a little handheld. It's very small. It has a little stand and it has, has a timer on it. It's, it's, it's a lot more high tech. 
uh, compared to our other machines. Our other machines, you have to literally time it and go back and shut the machine off and, and go that route. But my point is this, is, is that you have to have the equipment. That's probably your largest hurdle. And so when you're doing testing, you might be saying to me, well, hey, you've you've told us air testing is not the only thing you can do. You know, there's other types of mold testing. And that is correct. You know, we have, for the most part, four different types of testing that we do. Are there other types out there? Of course. But the first is an air test, which is the equipment I was just talking to you about. Next one's a tape lift. Then you have a swab. And then you have a bulk sample. For the tape lift, the swab, and the bulk sample, there isn't much equipment you need. You just need the media. When I say media, we do a tape lift. They're, they're slides that we purchase. We actually purchase most of our stuff from a company called Zephon. It's, it's a just a brand. They're the ones that make the aerosol cassettes. But we also can buy swabs from them and tape lifts. So for a tape lift and a swab, the tape lift is literally a slide that's got scotch tape on it. Uh, for swab, it's the same thing you typically see from your doctor. If any of you have ever been tested for strep, uh, they get this long Q-tip is what it looks like. They get it out. It's, you know, it's sterile. It's in a tube. They open it up. They swab your throat. They put it back in the tube, seal it back up. They obviously analyze it or send it off to a lab or I don't know what they do. But anyhow, they they obviously analyze it and test it for strep. That same media, that Q-tip is the same exact thing we use for our swabs. My point is, is if you're going to do a tape lift, a swab, or a bulk, a bulk sample is just literally cutting a piece of sheetrock out that you think has mold on it, or taking a little bit of insulation, putting it in a Ziploc, whatever it is. That's what a bulk sample is, so you literally need a Ziploc bag. So what would that cost you as far as if you did a tape lift or a swab? I'm not sure. We buy, obviously, our stuff in bulk, but it's not very expensive to, to buy the tape lift media and the swab. But the next problem you run into is, so where are you going to send those off to? We have several uh, mold labs. When I say several, we have a couple that we use. There's numerous ones, numerous labs throughout the United States. Uh, there's Nation Labs out of California, which is our preferred lab. There's a mold lab that's down in Texas. That's another preferred lab. There's EMSL, which is a nationwide company. They have labs in numerous states. Uh, closest one to us is over in Colorado, but they have, I think, six labs or so. There's a new lab in Utah that's called Sporesight. Uh, that lab is uh, something that I'm a bit interested in. They What they're doing is they're using AI, which can be a touchy subject recently, but they're using AI to analyze the samples to come up with their their conclusions. And if there's any questions, then a microbiologist obviously looks over it. It's something that I haven't quite dabbled into yet. Uh, a lot of a lot of our labs and the reason we choose our labs are based on obviously accreditations. Obviously they have to be a certified microbiology lab. And then pricing. So there's a new lab that, that I just told you about. I haven't tried them yet because they, they're not accredited by third-party companies that I'm aware of yet, or not companies, but entities. But as soon as you know, I do a little bit of research, I'll probably do some test samples from jobs that uh, for quality control, I'll probably take two samples. I'll send one off to one of our labs that I always use, and then I'm going to try that new lab. But anyhow, my point is this, is so what lab are you going to send it to? You probably don't know, and I just named a few 
you can just Google mold labs or microbiology labs, and you can just send that off to, to whatever lab. On top of that, you have to know what they're going to charge you, what your shipping's going to be, and also how they report and what they report. So they're just, there's a lot of variables, and I guess my point is this, is, is you can do it on your own. There's just a lot of things as professionals that we've already jumped through the hoops. We know what the pricing is. We know what the lab reports look like, what they consist of, how long it's going to take, all of that stuff. So that's obviously the advantage for professionals to do it. But by all means, you can definitely do it. So we talked about the tape lift, the swab sample, and a bulk sample. Could be really, really inexpensive compared to a professional but the one thing that, that is very difficult for you to do at home is obviously air testing. So when I was brand new, and this has been years and years ago, I've been been doing this almost 20 years now. So when I was brand new, I didn't have obviously the experience and I really didn't have the money to purchase all the sampling equipment to do air testing with pumps. And so what I did was viable testing. And you can listen to some of our other podcasts when they talk about viable versus non-viable. Pretty much just to kind of quickly explain it. We do for our air testing as professionals, or I do, my company does, what we call aerosol cassette testing. That's non-viable testing. That is so we can actually suck air through a slide. We don't have to wait five or six days a week, however long it takes for the mold to start growing. We actually ship it off. I ship my samples out the same day I take them, if I can, unless it's a Saturday or Sunday. Ours go out FedEx overnight. They're literally at the lab within, even if it's a weekend, within three days. And they don't wait for it. Uh, they don't They don't put it on a media, like a test I'm going to explain to you. I was going to say the name of it, but I'll wait till I explain that. But uh, they, they do it all. It's non-viable. And my point is this, is they receive the samples. They can analyze the samples immediately, the next day, whatever we're going to pay for. And you can literally have results within a week, which is, when I say unheard of, if you're doing viable testing, you're ne- you would never say that or see that. And so anyhow, if you were to do it yourself, and what I did when I was brand new is I did viable testing, and it's literally a Petri dish. And there's a substance that they use. It's an agar plate. It can be, there's different things that they use. And I know like one of them's like potato dextrose and things that are just out of my league and nor do I really care much about it. But anyhow, it's like what you used in science class in high school or junior high. And you literally just leave that dish out for an hour with the obviously the top off of it. Then you put the top back on, you cover, you know, seal it up. That's what I used to do. I'd seal it up and then you would wait and you would wait for several days to see if it starts growing mold, which if it didn't, there something probably wasn't done properly. And the reason I say that is because mold is everywhere. And then anyhow, once it starts to grow, then you send it off to the lab. They do a viable uh, reading and they give you the report, tell you what mold types are there and what the concentrations are. And so my point is, is can you do that as a listener? Absolutely. You can actually go to your hardware store and they sell them. I'm not quite sure what the company is. I don't know. Actually, I probably should have had that right here in front of me. But there are different companies that that do that. So you can literally go down to, to Lowe's or Home Depot and you can pick it up. And remember when you purchase that, that the price you're paying, the $15, 20 bucks, does not include lab fees. It only includes the media. And that media typically does have the agar plate or the Petri dish. 
a tape lift, and a swab. So that if you do decide to do more than just the air sample, you can do those too. But keep in mind that you're probably responsible for the shipping. And on top of that, you've got to pay lab fees. And lab fees are probably... They can vary between $40 a sample on up to $100. So keep that in mind. It's not, you can't just run down to, to the hardware store, grab your kit, and think you're going to save a ton of money. The costs do add up once you're paying for shipping and for the lab fees. Another thing, though, that I have come across probably in the last two, three years is a company that's called My Mold Detective. Uh, they don't sponsor us, so uh, if any of you representatives are listening, you're welcome. We're, we're giving you free advertising. But My Mold Detective is the only, so far that I've seen as a professional, the only kit that is sold that has an actual low-volume pump that sucks the air through an aerosol cassette. And you can buy that My Mold Detective kit. I think a five-room kit's about $130. A three-room kit, I believe, is like $99. And it's literally the same aerosol cassettes that we use. Um, I believe I've never seen one or used one personally. Uh, the pump is automatic. It has a timer on it. So when you turn it on, it automatically kicks off after five minutes. Once again, the concerns we run into is our outside tests are 10 minutes. Our inside tests are five. And they can be shorter depending on what we come across. If we come across what we think is pretty contaminated, we run that air sample for a lot less time. And so my point is, is that's why, once again, you can have a professional and probably get better and more accurate results. But keep in mind that there is that my mold detective out there. And like I said, I, I haven't used them personally. I'm not endorsing them, but they are the only company I'm aware of that offers the testing that's very similar to what we do. Once again, keep in mind, you know, when you do all this, even if you use the, the aerosol cassette testing, once you get the lab results back, you just might not be very sure as to what those numbers mean. I offer obviously a consultation package that includes or it is only an interpretations of your lab findings. So if you want to go down the road and do something like that, you can go to our website and you can pay for that. It's very inexpensive. Our pricing changes all the time, but I believe it's at $59. You literally send us your lab results, a little bit of information. We get back with you within five business days. We let you know. We actually type up a letter as to what our interpretations are of that letter. That is out there. What I want to be clear about is, is I'm not endorsing for you to do it yourself. But on the other hand, I understand that, you know, sometimes you just can't afford it. Maybe you just can't find the right company. So those options are out there. So what's our call to action? Here's my call to action and take this very seriously. You need to understand if you're going to do mold testing on your own, you must have a proper inspection. And also you have to understand what type of testing you need to do because air testing is not the only way to go. A lot of times we're doing air testing with tape lifts or with bulk sampling. So keep that in mind. You don't always have to have a professional, but you just need to know what type of testing you need. And so something I do offer that I've been doing now for about a year and a half is our VPAs, which is a virtual property assessment. You can book that through our website. They're very inexpensive compared to hiring a professional locally and having them do all of your testing and everything. A VPA is going to tell you what kind of condition your property's in and it's going to tell us what type of testing you need. If you do want to go down the do-it-yourself road but you're not quite sure what to do, book a VPA and 
it's literally a full mold inspection, but you're behind the camera. You can go to our website, and I will also put in the description of this podcast, I will put a link in there for that. So I appreciate you for listening. This was a little bit longer podcast. I apologize. I just wanted to explain things a little bit more. But this was episode number 204. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the Mold Investigation Checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free Mold Investigation Checklist today. You can also, on cnccontractorservices.com, find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.